Crows Radio Show with Sauce. He tumbles it forward. It's going to pop through. Sauce Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Oh, good morning to you, Crows fans. Happy Sunday morning. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo here for the next hour or so. He's the best and fairest. 208 games to his name. Sammy Jacobs. Hello, mate. <laughs> morning, Tomo. Nice pump up, but no best and fairest. Isn't there? No, didn't get one. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I, do you know what I've done? What? Do you know what I've actually done? What have you done here? I reckon you recorded the bump with uh, with Jars and, and Bernie yep. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is that correct? Yeah. I've listened to that. Yeah. And I reckon Jars has called you a club champion. <laughs> and I... Yeah, Bobby, oh, you and, take it literally. And I've ran with it. I've <laughs> <laughs> ran with it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally not a club champion, mate. So Never, uh, ever trusting Jars oh, no. again. Appreciate the pump up, though. But, oh. uh, mate, fantastic beer on the Sunday morning. <laughs> Uh, great night last night, obviously celebrating Sloane's 250th. So yes. uh, sat down with him during the week and uh, obviously spoke a little bit about his career, but also uh, had a few laughs with uh, you know a few questions about his career, which was good. Now, um, I've got a bit of stuff on Rory Sloane. I hope it's all correct, but pick 44, uh, yep. he was, and what an absolute superstar, seriously. And the, one of those gold little nuggets, just uh, straightening up here a little bit, that the Matt Rendell sorted out. Yeah. And um, yeah, for what Sloane's been able to do for this football club to come over from Victoria, 200 50 games, like you said, and a captain, just an absolute, just a, a, a competitor. Yeah, and just plays the game the right way. Um, you know, obviously plays in the moment, appreciates everything he gets and every game he plays. And um, yeah, no, he's been he's been absolutely outstanding for the club, hasn't he? So yeah, he'll sure. uh, he'll he'll go down for for I guess more honours uh, yep. down the track at the club and. Uh, very, very happy to call him a teammate, no, yeah, mate. Bloody oath, mate. Now, uh, also going to be playing a little bit of a, a grab of Tommy Duday, talking about his knee injury that unfortunately he'd, uh, he had suffered throughout season 2023 and uh, just his mindset on getting back. Yeah, he did. And he spoke about uh, to the Crows TV show around around that and I guess more of his headspace at the yeah. moment and how he's gone recovering. So I think it's worthwhile to, to discuss Tommy and, and see how he's going and check in on his uh, his update. And you've done one uh, yourself, so you I know have. the demons through. Yeah. That, that can, can play. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a big industry injury, the the knee injury. So yeah. um, obviously twelve months out of the game, which makes it hard and um, just very slow, yeah. very grindy, and you sort of need to build yourself back up and get that confidence back in your body yeah, for sure. Right, let's get stuck into it with Sauce and Tom. What was your best finish in the BNF as well? Uh, I think I had like top four, three four triple M. <laughs> The Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. And Big Saucy caught up with the superstar, that is Rory Sloan. His 250th game was played last night. Here's how the chat played out midweek. Very, uh, very excited for our next chat here. I'll get to sit down with one of my great mates, Rory Sloan. Thank you uh, for sitting down and having a chat to us on the radio show. No worries, mate. It's nice to have the uh, Sauce-Sloan combo back together, <laughs> I reckon, mate. It's been, a, it's been a while. I miss you, buddy. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Don't see you enough. Now, mate, we're, uh, we're sitting here ahead of your, uh, your big game um, big game. 250. Um, mate, there's been a journey full of ups. Um, there has been downs, but I know you're a very positive person. We, we'll take the uh, the positive outlook. Tell us what it means to you to, to reach game 250. Uh, oh, I think for me it's um, it's probably more a celebration of the people that help you get to this point. I know everyone's – I'm sort of probably a bit more, look, I just want to play and win and yeah. probably more focused on our season and – and wanting to make some finals, but um, for me, it's a great opportunity just to say thanks to so many people that sort of help you get here, um, from family, friends, coaches, other players, Ruckman yep. in particular, for, for us midfielders, Saucy. Um, but yeah, there's so many mates and friends and um, 
and my family that have all made so much effort to support me being in Adelaide and, and moving over 15 years ago. So, um, yeah, to be able to celebrate a knot with them and, and hopefully a good win, um, that's probably what's going to mean more. Now we know uh, we know you are Victorian. Um, you're a you're a born again South Australian. We we definitely claim you. Tell tell us a little bit. How much did you know about the Crows before you come over? Um, and then the second part of that question: Who was who were the big influences to help you settle into life in Adelaide? Well, it's evening up now. Fifteen years oh, here, eighteen exactly. years in Melbourne. But um, uh, what did I know about the Crows? Then had a lot of blonde head blokes back <laughs> then. Or, I think it was like D Max. Yeah, it was all fake blonde hair though. VB <laughs> peroxide and. Um, yeah, uh, look, I knew they were a hard team, like, and, yep. and that's probably what I loved. I knew they'd beaten St Kilda in the 97 grand final, and my old man was pretty upset that I was then coming to Adelaide. He was still flat. Um, yep. But to be honest, not a heap, really. I mean, I moved over here, and I lived in Paralaui for the first <laughs> first four weeks out of yep. all places. And, um, yeah, for me, for being the uh, hills from Victoria, and, yep. um, you sort of just come across, and the first month felt like a training camp. Yeah. Um, went back home for Christmas and came back and really settled in and nestled in. And um, you asked me what what helped settle in. It was just the friendships. Yeah. Um, and back then, I think we were lucky too. I love that we got a Crow sample side, but um, played for North Adelaide too. Made some great mates there. Um, obviously had the whole crew here. And yeah. Guys like Sean McKernan, Jared Petrenko, um, we got Peter Duncan, who we all yeah. live with. Um, living with those three really helped me settle in. And then, um, and guys like VB, Goody, um, the two captains at the time, Tex, um, as well, having those sort of guys around you, VB was like a big brother to me. Yeah. I just ask him just questions all the time. Um, as a young, naive kid who was 18, 19 years old, I, I used to lean on VB a lot as a big brother. Yeah, mate, uh, you, you've never wavered once from, from even entertaining going home. Now, I'm sure there's been plenty of opportunities and. Um, you're probably the most loyal person you know I've ever met, sort of thing. And, and this club obviously means a deal to you, um, means a lot to you. How important has it been to to play all your footy here, to be a one club player, to set up your own family life here, and all that now? And, and Adelaide, you know, you can call home. Um, I think that's just what I saw growing up with Upway Tacoma. That was yeah. my local footy club. Yeah. Then you always saw guys that came through the juniors and played for the seniors, and they just stuck at one club yeah. and. Um, I really admired that, and I think that's what I enjoyed watching was just um, those senior guys go through and, and play solid footy. And um, but we talked about it before, just the the friendships you make, the the people you meet, and then um, I think the biggest thing is Blinn and I j- just fell in love with this whole state. Yep. Really, just we've explored a lot of it. Um, she was very fortunate to work on a show that helped her explore yeah. the whole of South Australia. And we just, we do, we love exploring this place. Yeah. And um, there's some beautiful beaches, there's a lot of surf. And probably the difference surf is you get more waves to your own over here. And I've really enjoyed that. <laughs> but um, the wineries too, um, yeah. we're surrounded by wineries. But we just, yeah, we love this state as a whole. Um, it is a beautiful spot to live. And, um, I'll go. I'll touch back on it. Like just the friendships we've yeah. made over the years and the people you play with. That's why you you end up sticking around for so long. Mate, I think the, the state definitely suits your uh, your personality now. I know you're very humble. I'll, I'll list off. You got best and fairest, all Australians. You captain the club. What uh, what what achievement are you most proud of? Um, still playing in that grand final. That yeah. that year of footy, 2017 was one of the most enjoyable years of yeah. footy. I think reflecting on that as the that year as a whole is um, 
makes me smile. I'm like, we played some insane footy, yeah. played in front of uh, a packed prelim at Adelaide yeah. Oval. was awesome. I've got some great memories of looking around before. It was, it was always one moment, like watching grand finals, I was always jealous and envious of people warming up. I'm like, I wonder what that feel like, <laughs> feels like warming up for a grand final when I watched yeah. them before we played. And I still have that memory um, looking around the oval, just going, how good is this? I'm warming up in a grand final. Yeah. Um, and although the result didn't go the way we wanted to, but um, yeah, making that grand final and playing there in front of that crowd was, was awesome and feeling that sense of pride. But um, I know, aside from that, it's, there's so many moments I reckon I've just enjoyed probably just celebrating with friends and, and family along the way as well. No, I agree, mate. It's, uh, it, was, it was a very good time. Now, finally, mate, family is obviously number one for you, um, very important to you. How's it been sharing the journey with, obviously, your immediate family, your extended family, Belinda? You know, you've got the four kids in Adelaide. You've settled right in. Um, how's And I guess the second part is how special is it now to be able to watch your kids enjoy because um, I, I love watching what, what your boys and, and what some will do, hopefully, you know, in the years coming, watch you play footy and be involved. Like, it's something so special. How, how much do you love love that part of it? Yeah, and that was um, – it's something I look – I remember, like, Eddie, Lynchy, yeah. um, the boys, D-Mac, who all had kids when we were all coming through and they were all part of it and I loved watching that part. And I remember thinking then, I'm like, well, when, when I have kids, I'd yeah. love to do the exact same yeah. thing. And um, – I suppose last year, doing the knee, had a bit of time to reflect and um, coming into the last year of a of a contract too, I was like, well, take everything away. I'm just going to make sure I enjoy this year more than anything. Like, yeah. I enjoy my footy. I want to enjoy it with the people that I love and I want everyone to come along for the ride as well. So um, that's been the whole thought process. And then, yeah, for our boys to be... Um, and little summer to yeah. be to be running around with Texas boys and so Carter Carter it's, Miller as well. Yeah. I mean, well, there was a bit of footage and um, hopefully there's a photo. I haven't seen the photo yet, but we had the boys inside the huddle yeah. arm in arm last week, and that was that was, I was looking down just giggling, just going, "This is yeah, this what is awesome." About, yeah, it? and that's and that again, it's like that's what I remember about the local footy club too. Yeah. Was everyone in the rooms afterwards? Yeah. The rooms were packed, singing the song, and it was just. A big family environment. No, nah, it's good, mate. We could sit here and talk about uh, the journey for hours, but we'll have a break now and then uh, we'll have some back with uh, got some fun questions for you after. Sounds good. More coming up with Rory Sloan on the other side of this. The Crows radio show with Source and Tomo, and you can get us on the listener app as well. L A S T N R. Saucy caught up with the superstar that is Rory Sloan. A midweek, he played his 250th game last night, and the second part of the chat is happening right now. All right, we're back here now with Rory Sloan ahead of game at 250. Uh, Sloan, I want to fire some quick quick questions at you. Um, Sounds good. I won't give you a heads up. So the first thing that comes to your mind, uh, let us know. So, favorite win. First game I played, Hawthorne, Saturday night. It's like round 15 or something, yeah. maybe. Or prelim against Geelong. Prelim, yeah, that was a good one. The night of your 21st was a good one. Yeah, that was awesome. That too, was, I didn't play that one. That was Hawthorne one. as well. Yeah, that was Hawthorne as well. I, no, I thought you were going to say that I one. broke my thumb and jaw in you that did. game. You broke everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, was, I remember I was drinking anyway, I was drinking wheat big smoothies, so I'd have a couple of beers after. <laughs> oh, mate, it's all, it's all good stuff on the radio show here. Uh, Adelaide Oval or Football Park? Adelaide Oval. Adelaide Oval? Yeah. Oh, got nice. some great memories at Footy Park, yeah. but Adelaide Oval's been incredible. Yeah. Funniest teammate? There's been a few jokers oh. over time, hasn't there? Oh, I love Bernie's humour. Ber- yeah. Very dry. Very, very, very witty. Um, now, this one, there's only a few to choose from, but favourite locker buddy. Who have you enjoyed sharing a locker with throughout the, t- throughout the time? Who are some of them? 
Uh, Eight's Jake Kelly. You got Jake Kelly, Jake Lever. Yeah. Miles Paholke. Yeah. You've got Matty Yance, Jaron Jackie. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Some some old names. Um, I did share at one point. I was actually I, – I did like this stage of my career because I was young and yeah. stuff too. But when I was in the 31, yeah. I was sharing with Danger. Danger one side and then we had Pup up another one. Yeah. And then um, – yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? It was a yeah, funny little period there. Good that little, was good. Good little, good little crew. Uh, the best goal you've kicked? Mm, it was a couple of games. One against Sydney in the wet out at Footy Park here from back then they used to call it Sloney's Park. <laughs> and, um, I know the pot you're talking about. Yeah, here. I used to kick a few from there. There was a, it was a couple of close games we had in um, consecutive weeks against Sydney and Geelong, and there was a couple of goals from there. Yeah, I'll never forget though the. After re-signed in 2018, yep. against um, the cats. yeah, against the cats, I kicked a snag, and I think the crowd was chanting. Um, Boys erupted. Yeah, and that was that was a really nice moment, just to feel I don't know, just feel the love from yep. your fans from and everyone, your team. Uh, number 31 or number nine? Uh, nah, the, I, I love them both. I got <laughs> number nine though. Yeah, you got a lot more uh, big big history in number nine. Uh, the biggest influence on your career. We'll say, we'll say outside of family because I know, I know how important family are too. Yep. Um, there's so many guys you play with. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Campo yeah. was one of the coaches um, that I had for a long period of time. He was definitely probably the most influential. And then you look at players, of course. Like you may, I'll have to mention yourself. Obviously, <laughs> you put it down my throat hundreds of times. But um, And then guys like Tom, OVB, Danger, yeah. Goody. Like, there's so many people that you take little bits from. Well, that leads me to the next one. Um, you have played with some champions. Obviously, early part, you had some the Hall of Fame players and yep. some big players. The best player to play with? Oh, Andrew McLeod, yeah. I think, from yeah. what he achieved. Probably more so from what he achieved before my time, but I still got glimpses of it, which yeah. was incredible. Um, and Danger. Danger's, Danger does things still that I'd watch and go, I, I've never seen other yeah. players do that. I did have senior assistant coach who had the biggest impact, but you named Campo, so we'll let that one yeah. slide. Uh, final one is the hardest training session you've done. Now, the reason I'm asking is because when you probably came to the club, for all our listeners out there, the, the Crows training regime was ridiculously hard, wasn't it? And there's, we what? have been broken a few times, but what's your hardest training session? I, I, can, I can say that I've never been broken. I never got broken by Craigie, <laughs> which I think that's a great feather in the it cap to have. Um, my, my first session, like we came over and we like we no like easing into it. It was full training. Yeah. I think it was about an hour and fifty minutes on the bike, a full fartlek program with Charlie Walsh and Craigie sitting on the bike. And there was so many spew sessions too. Um, <laughs> there was one though. There was one Craigie wanted to try and simulate football, and it was this crazy agility course which went for like four quarters of yeah. football, and. Um, I remember just sucking in so much water, so much water, and I'd just end up power chucking just at the end of every quarter. And it was just like, it was a long, it took about two and a half hours of just constant agility, but um, that was probably up They're there. good memories, those, aren't Great they? Great memories. Look back, how things have changed now. Mate, thank you very much for answering the questions. Uh, loved having a chat, mate. Uh, enjoy the moment. Yeah, thanks very much. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and uh, Tomo. Now, Sauce, I was sitting down last week and watching the Crows TV show. Yes. And uh, it featured our very own Tommy Duday, unfortunately out with the ACL uh, in season 2023. And, um, yeah, 
I, I want to get your thoughts off the back of this uh, because here he is talking about it and what he went through. In 2019, when I did my left one, um, I felt a twist and a pop straight away. And, and when I come off to the bench and said that I felt a pop, that was when I had a feeling it was pretty bad. You could see the faces on the on the physios and the docs. And um, this time it was more of a, a twist and then a bit of like a bone crunching sort of thing. Tried to do too much and Casbolt bobbles it all. Going down his due day, he looks like he's in a world of pain. I've got a fair bit going wrong around the ACL they, they found in the surgery, but basically that sort of masked the pop, so I thought it might have been all right, um, hence why we tried to strap it up, had a bit of a run around, could change direction and, and felt all right. And um, the physios and doctors didn't, didn't think it was the ACL early on just because all the adrenaline kicking, the muscles were all tense, so I couldn't quite um, get a good feel for whether it was give or not. Um, pain got too much, went inside, took the taping off and then probably five, ten minutes later it started to settle down and that's when we realised it was pretty bad and um, as the, the night wore on it sort of to become a bit more real that it was uh, an ACL. Last time I had probably um, every couple of days I'd have just a moment where I'd just be thinking about how long the journey is ahead of me this time I think because I've, I've got the perspective on, on having been there before um, I've probably leaned on family a bit more and, and support networks that I've got but yeah there's probably just two or three moments since the op where I've just been like just with my own thoughts and just thought about how how long the journey is ahead how arduous it's going to be and just that like sort of why me that you get into but then I quickly snap out of that um, I just do something that makes me happy Tommy Duda there talking about his knee injuries ACL that he had suffered in season 2023 now Saucy you've done one yourself mate and uh yeah, like we've just heard from there from from Tommy, it can uh, have you in a in a dark place at times. Yeah, it certainly can, and I guess you know, unfortunately for Tommy, this is his second one. But I think the interesting thing around it is um, how much your your mindset can change. I mean, in today's world, you know, obviously we're a lot more in touch with our feelings mm. and about how we're going. We're happy to speak about them, and I think the thing with Tommy is, and probably previous to his last one, he said about how last time he just got impatient and. Um, you know, wanted immediate results. It seems like this time it's like, okay, I accept what's happened with my ACL. Yeah. Now I'm just going to try and find a way to get back and, and see what I can do better because I think there's two ways of looking at it. You can either get down on yourself, get frustrated that it's going to be 12 months, or you go, all right, I've got 12 months now, whether that's finding, um, you know, something in my game I want to work on, something in my body, you know, it might be a player that wants to put on weight, yep. or the other way it goes, all right, well, now I've got an opportunity to upskill myself outside of footy and all that while I've got a bit more flexibility in my program and, um, you can tell, you can just hear in his voice there, he's, he's a lot more, I guess, okay of understanding mm. what he's got to do to get back. And He's determined, isn't he? He is, yeah, mm. yeah. And you look at someone like Sloney as well, who Sloney did his at 32. He's, yep. he's bounced back really yep. well. Um, you just hear hear him speak about gratitude of, of uh, now he's playing more footy, he gets yeah. to bring his kids along. So I guess having that time out of the game for him, it was like, okay, whatever's left of my journey, I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to get my family involved and I'm going to enjoy every moment of it. And I guess for Tommy, it's probably an opportunity just to reflect on where he's at and, and obviously see where he's going, going forward. Yeah, we wish Tommy all the best. Now, Saucy, you want to pick your brain a little bit, mate? Yeah. You don't have to be Einstein to, to figure out the Crows have struggled a little bit on the road this year, but I just want to talk to you being, you know, only a couple of years out of the system. How different is it instead of playing in front of a packed uh, Adelaide Oval like you did so many times or a packed MCG when you were playing for Carlton yeah. and then going on the road? So jumping on a plane and uh, and taking off for a few nights, how difficult did you find it personally? Yeah, I guess, uh, first of all, it's, it's obviously a, a become a discussion point and Nixie and, um, you know, a few of the players have obviously owned it in their press conference. Yeah. as well so um, they've put it on the table that's an area we want to improve in but 
Um, I guess it's funny, you know, a game's looked in good shape and now all of a sudden, you know, with a few results, you know, these things just, just pop their head up and yeah. it's something you've got to work on. But um, I think initially, before I guess get into my experiences, is we've got a young group. We've got a, a, a new group that's sort of coming through together and um, they, they are obviously are playing well at home. You've got the support of the crowd and all that sort of stuff, which is helping. But um, And obviously things are a bit different on the road. So I guess for me, mate, the, the biggest thing is, is for me was probably like the diet. Because you're getting there, you're getting a a full buffet and all that sort of stuff. You know, when you're at home, you're meticulous in your preparation and all that sort of stuff. And don't get me wrong, you're still diligent away, but you just have that, you know, extra half a plate or something, which means, you know, you put on a little bit more weight or, you know, you've got access to to all your your waters and your Gatorade. So you're probably drinking more than you normally do. Um, You're not as active as what you are at home generally because, Mm. you know, sometimes when you do, Say it's a, a Saturday game on the Friday, you do your captain's run, and then on a Friday afternoon, you're probably out and about. You're probably doing a few errands and you know walking the dog or whatever. Yeah. When you travel, though, you either travel in the morning and then you you train in the afternoon, or you train in the morning and then fly in the afternoon. So it's it, it is a big change, and it's something that until you. Until Are you a routine man, Sauce? Massively. Okay, massively. so you don't sleep in your own bed the night yeah. before. You you don't you know drive yeah. into your, into the game if you know what I mean. You're on the yeah. team bus. So all of that's different, isn't it? Yeah. So and then because I'm so routine based, it turned into my new routine. If that sort of makes sense. So right. even though it's different, but so for me it was all right. If we're playing at one p.m. in the afternoon, or we're yes. playing at four p.m. or we're playing at seventeen seven ten p.m. I had a routine for every one of those time slots. Right? So that way I knew, you know, how to prepare and how to feel good. But that's not something that was learned in one or two years. That was something that I, you know, toyed with and, yeah. and tinkered with for, for the best part of a decade. So Did you struggle early? Because um, you were you weren't you know bad playing on the road. No, you played some bloody good games on yeah. the road, saucy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I was fortunate like when I came, especially back to the Crows, because when I was at Carlton, we didn't travel a yeah, whole heap. That's right. as, as the Victorian clubs don't, and you sort of look forward to it in a way. But when I came to the Crows, you know, I came through with Van Burlo, Douglas Thompson, all these guys that knew how to prepare. Yes. They were you know seasoned performers. So for me, it was about grabbing a little bit from them and and learning. And I guess some of the players, you know, I'm sure they are. They're leaning on Tex. They're leaning yeah. on Sloney. They're leaning on Riley O'Brien to. Dorse to, to learn out how to travel, but it is mate, it is different. Mm. Um, and even I remember going, I, I used to get really intimidated by the MCG when I first started yep. playing there because um, Coliseum, Coliseum, mm. and there's so much history there. It was a big, you know, the the stadium just over over over, you know, arch over yeah. you. Um, whereas you play at home, you feel comfortable and all yep. that sort of stuff. But yeah, there is there is a lot of differences, and mm. um, yeah, it, it takes a while to sort of I guess build that build that continuity in your game. I've always said this, and I know a lot of other people have in the AFL as well. But even talking with mates and whatever, but to to win a flag from a team in WA yep. to me is just it's nearly huge, it's, isn't it? it it's mass, and Fremantle haven't had yep. the opportunity to do it. Obviously, lost to the grand yeah. final under Ross Lyon. Against Hawthorne, but the the flags that the four flags that West Coast have won, especially those in the nineties as yeah. well, huge. Especially the one uh, the the two thousand eighteen because you look at the two thousand five yeah. versus Sydney. Sydney were also an interstate yep, team. True. Yeah. You go to Collingwood. Like, there's no there's no bigger <laughs> bigger task in footy than five playing goal down than playing Collingwood at the MCG yeah. um, with their crowd five goals down. So. Uh, and I guess we we're fortunate in our history as well, 97, 98, Correct. we were able to do it against um, Victorian teams too. But um, it is something, you know, the first thing is, you know, we've acknowledged there's a challenge there. Yeah, for something sure. we're going to, well, we haven't played well. Like we only lost to Collingwood by two points yep. on the road. So um, I think it's just about doing doing it for longer, um, getting into the game quicker and all that sort of stuff. And we'll be fine, mate. There's plenty of learnings. And the good thing with footy is we play, um, obviously played at home yesterday, mm. but against Melbourne this week, got another, another opportunity away um, in, uh, in Melbourne again. Yeah, well said, mate. Good insight.
That's a hell of a show here at the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tummo. Sauce, you've been super once again how good it was to hear you and Sloney go one-on-one together. Yeah, it's great, mate. It's good to sit down with him, and uh, time's never enough. It would have been good to sit down with him for a bit longer and yeah. talk about his career and what he's achieved. He's, uh, he's obviously been a fantastic player for the club, and, and hopefully we can see him for a little while longer yet. How do you sum him up shortly, mate, with what you've seen and play, obviously playing with him for such oh, a long time? I just think loyal, first of all. like He's, he's a Victorian. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't think, and he made he made the point in the interview. He's actually been in in South Australia as long as he has in Victoria. Yeah. So which is pretty pretty big and shows he's not going anywhere. So, yeah. um, he's and then just courageous. Yeah. Like he got I think he's two time voted most courageous player in the AFL, and that sums him up. And um, just a, a real loyal mate, courageous as, and just plays footy the right way. And he's uh he's an absolute legend of a bloke. Yeah. Perfect, mate. If you missed anything as well, and I tell you what, I concur you to go uh, get involved with that uh, chat on the listener app L-I-S-T and uh, and I'll see you next week great man see you then mate